0: just my thoughts and I'm your host Mika Reeves and today I have an all hot topics episode so let's talk about my week um I really haven't had anything going on I told you guys last week like I felt like I was super struggling at work so I definitely took um some mental health days I'm off right now all the way until next week going into uh Thanksgiving so I just took a break to just sit and chill i'll be in dc this weekend so i wanted to just go ahead and uh, record early so i can make sure i have this for you guys on monday and uh so yeah so i wanted to make sure i had that and then i'm hoping that um i had all this shit planned when i went to dc and i was like yeah we're going to hit up some museums you know kind of do like the touristy type shit because um, i've been to dc a million times but uh, i wanted to go to the smithsonian and i was trying to go to the um the portraits they see the portraits because i haven't seen um president barack uh portrait nor uh, uh michelle obama so i wanted to see that and now since COVID is surging i'm like i don't know i don't know if i want to even do that so i don't think that i am so i really think this is probably just going to just be a really low-key type thing and probably walk around see the monuments chill walk around that type thing just you know, just having a, you know, a change of scenery, um, and just keep it low key because COVID surgeon. And I'm just sitting here like, you know, um, the last thing I want to do is be irresponsible in some kind of way and bring something home to my family. Um, we're right here at holiday time. And you know, what's crazy that I was thinking about holidays are going to look so different this year because so many people are just kind of separate or kind of doing small things at their house and not traveling to different places. And that's kind of, you know, um, kind of what I'm doing. And, um, so I think we're just kind of going to be low-key in the crib. Um, the child turns 18 next, next week, uh, the day before, um, Thanksgiving. So we're going to be celebrating him pretty much the whole week. And we're really excited about that. Um, I sit' and think about when I turned 18, I went to college when I was 17. And so I turned 18 when I was in college and, um, I don't even think I, I don't even think anything happened for me. Like, did I do anything? I don't even think I did anything. So that's kind of sad. Kind of when I said think about like the milestone birthday and like how we were making his such a big deal. And I'm like, I don't think that nobody made my 18th birthday a big deal, but anyway, that's a story for another day, but that's all I have going on. Um, just chilling, you know, Oh, I did a pamper day yesterday when and got my locks handled. Cause I was out here looking crazy and, um, that's about it. I really just kind of been chilling. All right, so let's just go into Motivational Monday. So for Motivational Monday, we are basically almost at the end of November. So I wanted to do a goal check and see where we were. Honestly, I don't knock you if you are completely out of touch with your goals because this year has been absolutely fucking crazy. Let me tell you some of the goals that I did not do this year. So I definitely have paid for a domain at the beginning of the year. Um, and I was supposed to launch my blog and I was supposed to launch my blog at the one year. So I was supposed to launch my blog in June and I'm paying for it. Mind you, um, have it halfway done. Never. I never finished it, like finished getting everything together. Um, but it's together for the most part. And then, uh, so yeah, that was really disappointing for me, but I just could not, I don't know what it was like, Every time I'm like, "Yo, Mika launch it this month, launch it this month, launch it this month, it's just just been a struggle this year for me. And so my goal going into twenty twenty one will definitely be um uh, my blog that I'm launching in connection to the um the podcast. And so that was one of the things that I actually um was going to announce. But I never got the podcast I mean, I never got the blog going. So don't feel bad if like there are some goals that you probably have for yourself that kind of went to the wayside because this year it's just been absolutely crazy. I mean, to be completely honest, um, I do. I did finish my reading goal, which was pretty cool. That's something that I actually been really proud of because I really wanted to uh, step up my game with my reading. And um, I got my uh, President Barack book in the mail. So that's probably going to be my reading over Christmas break. Um, for, I'm probably going to, cause it's about 800 pages. So I'm probably going to read that going into, uh, probably next month, probably. I'm probably going to start reading that so I can sit down with it. And, um, but yeah, so I want to do a goal check. Um, some of my goals I have accomplished this year, some I have not, and it's okay. And I feel like going into January, um, let's start thinking about goals that we want to do. And it could be short-term, it could be goals for the year. Let's just start thinking about it. let's start writing it down in our journals and really thinking about things that, you know, we wanna do for, um, you know, for ourselves. So that's all I have for the motivation of money. And, and that's our goal, y'all. So I'm gonna probably touch back going into January. So probably the episode before 2021, we're gonna touch back again and we're gonna sit and, th- and talk about, um, what goals may look like and what do we want to accomplish for the new years because that's important all right so let's just jump into some black excellence i actually meant to i had this ran down for my black excellence like uh, a couple weeks ago this is actually a little old news but maybe you guys don't know i don't know so jay-z announced his first marijuana line called monogram with the launch which i thought was actually pretty cool He debuted a new title playlist, Monogram Sounds from the Grow Room, and it features artists like Peter Tosh, Bob Marley, Outkast, Rihanna. So I I thought this was pretty cool when I saw it. I I feel like, honestly, getting into the cannabis business is like, is booming right now. And what, uh, with the election, we saw New Jersey now is a place to have recreational marijuana. I personally don't partake in marijuana, but I still think it's cool because so many people do. And at this point, I'm like, I feel like I don't like when I see teenagers do marijuana, because I do think that your brain is still developing. And I don't, I don't think that you're at an age where you're responsible enough to understand the levels of like, marijuana still is a drug, right? But when you're like of age, you know, like 21 and up, you know, same as drinking. I, I don't think there's anything wrong if you do marijuana or, you know, partake in the gummies and stuff like that. So I think it's cool that people are um, are jumping into it. I wish I could jump into it. I'm telling you because that shit is booming and um, and making their own line and stuff like that. And I think it kind of comes full circle, I feel like, for Jay-Z, to be completely honest, when you think about it, you know, like now this shit's legal you know, you can legally, you know, have your hands a part of it. And then to have a playlist to go with it. I thought it was pretty dope. It was really cool. So that's my black excellence for this week. So, all right. I told y'all it's going to be a all hot topics episode. I actually feel like I have some good shit going on. Um, I've been really trying to make sure that I had some stuff to discuss. All right. So the first person, so I think I'm going to do the way I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do entertainment first let's just talk about the celebrities for a while and then we'll probably well we're going to talk about celebrities the whole time so i might end it on some tv but i haven't really been watching tv we're gonna might end on some tv so let's see this was just announced the other day so Lil wayne he faces up to 10 years in prison for federal weapon charges so let's see the charge stems from december 2019 when federal agents searched wheezy's private plane that stopped at the airport in miami um, on the way to California so while conducting the search the agents discovered cocaine and a weapon um, at the time they said that he was free and cleared to leave now the feds believe Wayne was illegally in possession of a weapon and ammunition um, they say that he was charged for possession a gold-plated handgun in his luggage um, so there's n- there's no allegation that he ever fired it brandished it used it or threatened to use it there is no allegation that he is a dangerous person. The charge is that because he was a convicted felon, because he was convicted of a felony in the past, he is prohibited from possessing a, possessing a firearm. So here's my thing with this, like with these charges, um, they say that he can face up to 10 years behind bars. And here's my thing. And I talk to the child about this a lot. Like we have this conversation all the time. Like I, I always say that I'm like literally the scariest person alive. And, and this was even when I was like a teenager and I was in college and all that. And, and you're around all types of shit. Like when my friends was like drinking and driving or driving with like open containers or just doing dumb shit, I did not fuck with that shit. Like I did not go and get in the car with your ass and do anything illegal with you because I'm personally afraid to go to jail. Like I love my freedoms. And sometimes when I say and think about, Um, the small stuff, like when you just sit and think about how some of those freedoms can just be taken away, something as simple as you going to go buy a fresh book and all that. Like, I can't imagine being in jail. I don't ever want to imagine being in jail. And so that stops me from doing a lot of shit. And it stops me from just being around people that may, you know, have my ass at the wrong place, wrong time. Like I don't desire it. So for him to already be in jail he's been in jail before and he knows that like you know he's not allowed to possess a firearm like why do it i I never understand it with people like i get that you're a celebrity you might feel like you need to do these things or this is just something that's just innately you you know like you know um just having a gun or whatever and you feel like it's your right to have it because i mean i understand it but if you know you're not supposed to have it then why even have it so i mean you know i don't know I don't know if it was Mika, I'm not going to do shit to get myself in trouble in any kind of way or any kind of capacity. And that's just me. If I've been in jail one time, I definitely don't want to take my ass back. So that's all I got to say about that. And also another thing that sucks for him too. I mean, it was just like a couple of weeks ago, you know, his girlfriend or fiance or whoever the fuck she was. Uh, she just broke up with them. Um, parts of it was because he came out and openly supported Trump. So Lil Wayne is having a really bad fucking month right now so I don't know hopefully uh that gets well for him and hopefully that clears up because facing up the 10 years and he has children I don't know that sucks all right so the next thing I want to discuss which I've discussed plenty of times and everybody's been discussing this um so Tory Lanez was in court and he pleaded not guilty in Megan Thee Stallion shooting case So let's just spend a few moments kind of breaking this down. We've talked about this. I don't even know how many times I've talked about this. I think the reason why people are still talking about this, because it's so, it's so kind of unclear on like every fucking thing. Um, She was just uh, in GQ where she did speak about it a little bit and said that basically he offered her and her friends money, like hush money to not say anything, which is crazy because... I was told that because I'm a feminist that no matter what may be the truth, or maybe I don't know the truth that I'm always going to side with the woman. And I don't know if that's all the way true, but it's probably partly true. But I just think in this case, like the girl was shot in the foot, right? Um, she was, and you were there and everything else. And I don't really see what would she get out of lying, about this, like I don't really get what she was gonna get out of, because she really wasn't even gonna say anything. But then, you know, she kind of had to start saying stuff because she kind of was getting heckled. And then you were making comments and things like that to kind of make it worse, to where I feel like now she kind of has to say something. And cause I, cause I mean, I feel like when you're, cause this is basically a domestic violence situation, and when you're a part of a domestic violence situation, do you really want people to know? And that's the thing that I tell people. I'm like, everybody keeps saying, well, it has to be another side. It has to be all these different sides. But what, but what people don't realize is when things like that happen, do you really want to sit and tell somebody that this dude just fucking shot, like shot at me or whatever may be the case? It's fucking embarrassing for one. And it's traumatizing for two. And so every time she has to talk about it and things like that, she has to relive, you know, her trauma. There actually was this situation this week. Like she's supposed to be coming on a breakfast club. And her label basically gave this list of things that they couldn't ask. And Tory Lanez was one of the things that like she didn't want to talk about. And so at first, Charlamagne was like, well, it's crazy that she can go on GQ and like these white platforms and discuss it. But then she comes to the Breakfast Club, which is a black platform and, you know, who support her and she doesn't want to discuss it, even though I think it was a label thing. But I just feel like, uh, why, why would she want to keep reliving her fucking trauma and talking about it, because if somebody fucking shot at me and they were, they were pulling, you know, fragments, like, you know, bullet fragments out of my foot and shit like that. And just thinking about how this could have damaged my career and everything else. I personally wouldn't want to keep talking about it. Me personally. So back to Torian reliance. So let's see. So he went to court. Um, he wasn't there, but his lawyer was there just appearing for him. And he basically entered a not guilty plea. Um, also a couple of weeks ago, he went on his, um, live a few times and was talking about how he didn't do it. You know, he didn't shoot her. Um, to me, I think this whole thing is becoming really messy and it's just like a, he said, she said type thing. So it's kind of like, I guess you believe what you want. I, I personally believe that he shot her or shot at her or whatever may be the case. Um, so let's see. So originally he was ordered, to stay 100 yards away from meg and surrender any firearms during the hearing it was suggested that the state could level more charges against tori for possibly violating the protective order through social media posts and lyrics and recent music and i also wondered that too when he went to court and then they told him that you know to stay away from her and all of that and then after after court he went and started discussing the situation so i didn't even think you could discuss it if you're in court for it, I don't know. I I thought that was weird. Like if it was me, like I'm not going to say shit else. And I'm definitely not going to put out a record talking about it, making myself look like a complete fucking idiot and everything else. I'm not going to do that. But I think men and their thought processes behind things is weird. And it also to me shows toxic behavior. That's what I really think. So I don't know what's going to happen there. I guess we're, we're all going to kind of find out at the same time because this is something that's kind of ongoing. So I have no clue, uh, how that's even going to go down. Okay. So my next one, now this one is a weird one. Uh, so Pam from total, I don't know if y'all remember, but last year she, I think it was last year, we are not 2020. So I feel like it was 2019, Um, it was when Santoya Brown was released from prison. Um, I'm not sure if you guys know the story about her, but she basically uh, was in jail since she was a teenager. I think I might've talked about on here and, um, they basically overturned her conviction and she was released. So her husband, um, God, what was his name? I think his name is Jamie long Well, they got married and then when they got married, Um, he married Toys when they got married he used to date Pam from Total and she just started like going in you know about him and like her experience and how like he's just a horrible person and how he preys on women and I remember they went on Breakfast Club and he kind of was like I don't even know what's good with her and all of this so now this week she comes out and she actually uh apologizes and she says that she basically fabricated that he okay she basically said that he raped her um while they were married Pam did and so then it comes out this week she's saying that she lied about it so I'm gonna play the audio here and let's just let's just talk about it
1: i come before you today with deep regrets concerning the statement that I'm about to make on October the 20th 2019 from my show Pam's World I made a comment about my ex-husband Jamie Long, and that comment was that he forces himself on women. And right after that I said, do you remember that night? Um, I was telling the world, basically I was telling the world that my ex-husband, not even basically, I was telling the world that my ex-husband forced himself on me sexually, and that was a lie. Jamie, I'm sorry for what it is that I have said about you. I'm sorry for the shame that I have brought to your name, to your family, to you, your wife, your mom, your sister and those who love you. Also to my family, to my church family, to the, to my friends, to those who love me, um, who had no idea that this was a lie that I said concerning Jamie, I ask that you forgive me as well. Jamie, I'm sorry, and I know that sorry does not make up for what it is that I have said, but um, I ask that you will find it in your heart to forgive me for what it is that I've done to you and to your family.
0: So when When I saw this, even though like, um, when it came out last year and she was saying all this stuff, I just thought it was weird. And then here's the thing. Let me, let me just say how I really feel about it. I hate when women do stuff like this because so many women are victims of sexual assault and so many women struggle with or afraid to tell what happened to them and their experience and so when things like this happen, it's, uh, it, I think it's horrible when you lie about your experience and you lie on people because she definitely, I remember, you know, when she was saying this stuff and it was, it was beyond the show. Like I remember her on, um, network saying this, saying that she he was, she was sexually assaulted by her ex-husband or whatever, and that he preys on women. Um, and so uh, I think that even though like people always hear what happened and people always take the side of the woman, you know, I just sat here and told y'all, you know, just out of my mouth that like, literally I'm on Meg's side, you know, with that situation. And so people always take the side of the woman and the man could say, like, I never did that, whatever. But if somebody said say, cause if you can lie about rape, I, you know, people usually aren't going to automatically assume that you're lying about rape. Right so they're going to take the woman's side in that scenario unfortunately. And so um and so I think what she did was tragic. You know, because like I said there's so many people that's affected by sexual assault, um afraid to speak out, afraid people won't believe them and things like that. And um to just sit and lie on this man, you know, cuz okay. Let me just fully say what I'm trying to say cuz I'm getting all jumbled. Basically, when you go on networks and you say and say somebody raped you, that's all people hear. But when you come back a year later and apologize for it to where you basically cleared his name, people really aren't going to pay attention to the fact that you cleared his name. They're still going to remember the fact that you said that he raped you. Most times those things don't go away. It's just like when you see, which we've seen like plenty of times, people careers are ruined when somebody say that someone raped them and things like that. And it comes out later that it wasn't true, but that still smeared them. I can give another example of it. Rest in peace, you know, Kobe Bryant. Kobe passed away this year. And the first thing people were talking about literally was the rape case that he had, even though like he wasn't convicted for it. And it was, and you know, he didn't uh, go to jail or anything for it. And I think it was dismissed. I'm pretty sure it was dismissed, but people are still talking about that. And they even say that that's something that was always going to be a smear on his name. Not trying to talk about, you know, Kobe rest in peace. Cause he's not here, but it's just the truth of it in, in depth, people were still talking about that. And so to lie on a man and say that he did that, um, even though like, I guess maybe it was on her spirit to come back and apologize. That should is just unacceptable. It's just a damn shame. Really? But I guess, you know, it is a positive is that, you know, she did apologize and, you know, I guess wanted to clear his name. But, you know, if anyone's listening to this, that actually, I feel like my listeners would never do something like that. But still, if you listen, don't do no shit like that. I mean, I think, um, I've seen so many times where people, um, especially black men, like their careers have been ruined by, you know, um, being falsely accused and things like that. I was reading I can't remember what I was reading. But this wasn't even on I can't even remember the guy's name. But this was on like Twitter or something. And um it was about this guy that just got reinstated in NFL. And he literally got drafted in twenty nineteen and then he got arrested for like four counts of armed robbery and then he was cut by the Giants. And then he ended up getting the case dropped. The lawyer was sued. The lawyer that was suing him or against him was like a uh, prosecuting lawyer, uh, was sued for like extortion or some shit. And then like his name was cleared. And I think now he might be back in a leak this year. or might have got just got resigned or something, but it's just like shit like that happens all the time. All the time. We see so many stories of people being falsely accused of things. And, um, it's, it's fucked up because a lot of times, Uh, You don't even remember or even pay attention to the fact that they might be cleared. You just pay attention to the fact of what they were accused of. So I don't know. I thought that was kind of crazy, honestly. All right. So let's see. I only have a few more topics here left. So let's just go into some music stuff. So I was seeing on um, online that Chris Brown announced that he has an OnlyFans Everybody is like super excited. I'm not a Chris Brown fan. I haven't listened to Chris Brown in years. He was canceled to me a long time ago because I think that he has super toxic behavior and I don't care how good of a musician you are. Um, I more so think that he needs help. I still feel that way. And um, yeah, so I don't listen to Chris Brown, but I still want to talk about it today. He has OnlyFans. I was listening to the read the other day and, um, they actually made a good point. Read is another podcast. They made a good point and they were saying like, maybe he can get on there and teach people how to dance. I think that would be cool. I don't think that he's going to go on there and be like thought botting around. Cause I don't think Chris Brown needs money. So I doubt that he's going to get on OnlyFans and be doing anything sexual. I find that really hard to believe. I, I don't know, but they also was saying that, um, Tyga is on there and he is, uh, doing like porn on OnlyFans and like showing like full frontals. So I don't know. OnlyFans to me is a trip because I know Cardi B has an OnlyFans and like she gets on there and she basically was like, look, people out here, you know, basically uh, say all my business and give you fake news and everything else. So I'm going to get an OnlyFans and just give you all as the real. And I thought it was hilarious because I was like, I actually feel you, sis. Like I feel you. So literally she makes people pay just to sit and listen to her talk. And I don't blame her secure the bag secure the bag so i think chris brown page is probably gonna be something like that because i strongly doubt that he's gonna be like naked or something on OnlyFans. i just strongly doubt it. and plus we've seen his penis i mean you can you can google it you know if that was the case so i just don't think that's what it's gonna be so i don't know so my chris brown fans um that was announced you know that uh he he uh has an OnlyFans. So also this year, uh, let's see, they just announced that Michael B. Jordan was people's sexiest man alive or the sexy man of the year. I don't know, sexiest man alive. And um, I'm gonna go with that. I think that's valid. Here's the thing though. I find him to be sexy, but I don't know if he is somebody that I would want to date. He seemed kind of corny to me a little bit. I, I always get a little corny vibe from him, but he looked good in Black Panther though. I think my favorite of of all the sexiest men alive is, um, Idris for sure. Idris Elba is what he got to like two, three years in a row. Yeah. That's a, that's a good looking man. Last year was John Legend. This year is Malcolm B. Jordan. So I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. So another big news, which I'm nervous about, uh, Lee Daniels, um, well first terry mcmillan confirmed it on twitter like two weeks ago and i haven't seen anything of it but it's been confirmed now that waiting to exhale is becoming a tv series and it's going to be on abc so what do we think about that and then i wonder because they still haven't really said like any details really about it just that it's going to be on abc and i wonder who are they using for the women on there um I'm sure obviously it's not the same cast uh cuz they're they're older now cuz I mean Wayne to Excel came out in the 90s and so that would be a you know a different a different vibe now Winnie Houston's past. um so I'm guessing it probably would be uh a new cast I guess I don't really know I don't know anything about it really I just know that it's coming um but I find it to be interesting I uh, I love Wayne to Excel so I don't know what do y'all think? What do y'all think it's going to be like? I don't know. But I I can't wait to watch it. I'm going to definitely watch it. Um, another thing that I was seeing this week that's been uh, all over, um, as we know, Alex Trebek, he passed away, you know, rest in peace. Um, and so they've been talking about who's going to be the next host of Jeopardy. To be completely honest, I definitely didn't think that Jeopardy was going to keep going. I don't know why I didn't think that. I felt, I felt like because all I've ever known is him. And I think all of us, all we've ever known is him. And so I'm like, how would that be with a new host? And what would that even be like? You know? So that's what I've been sitting here thinking about. And they've been signing a petition for LeVar Burton, you know, from reading rainbow to be the next host of jeopardy. So I don't know, but I think it's going to be weird. I think it's going to be weird if anyone was the host in, in Mika's opinion. I think it would be weird. I grew up watching Jeopardy. That was like actually what we did as a family and we would take score on who got the right answers. And, uh, and I was a fucking beast, yo. I was a beast at Jeopardy. So I don't know. I think that would be, that would be, that would be weird. I don't know. Um, it's pretty much all I have, I think for, hot topics. Let me go over and just make sure. Another thing that I wanted to say too before I finished up, I saw this morning that Bobby Brown Jr. um passed away and that's the son of Bobby Brown. And I will say this much, I wanted to definitely give my condolences because Bobby Brown has experienced so much loss. Um, you know, Whitney, Bobby Christina, now his son. They haven't said what, you know, what was the reason as to, you know, how he passed or whatever, which, you know, obviously that doesn't matter. Um a loss is still a loss. And I'm just like, you know, I, I when I saw that, I just definitely said a prayer for Bobby Brown and his family, um, because just I was always told that the worst loss in the world is besides losing a parent is when a parent outlives their children. They have to lose a child. So I can only imagine um, what that feels like. Um, I know what it felt like to lose a parent. And, you know, 2020 i feel like we have just seen so much loss so much loss and um but you know we'll get through it y'all but i definitely wanted to say my finish up and say my condolences on that i thought that was horrible when i saw that Uh, i think i saw that yesterday and um yeah let's just you know uh continue to try to push through we have holidays coming so let's try to create a level of happiness um there's so many people affected right now with COVID, as far as like, and not just like them having COVID, but you know, um, I was looking yesterday online, and it was like a, it was like a, a damn near a caravan of people. It was like over a hundred some cars waiting in line. I think it was in Texas for food. And a lot of times, um, you know, I've spent a majority of this year trying not to complain about anything. I think that's what makes me a little. Uh, like where I will make myself get stressed out sometimes because I literally try to find a thankfulness in every fucking thing. And I, when I have conversations with a child, you know, and we're talking about these things and he's pretty good at it, but, and even though like, I get it, shit, some shit really fucking sucks. Right. But when you start putting things in retrospect, like, you know, especially for the ones that's still working, like I've never not worked the whole year. Like I still, you know, was able to work my household still was able to function exactly the same as it was before the pandemic. So everything has been completely the same, but it's so many people that has been affected. And when I saw that many people in America, in America, you know, um, waiting in line for food, I think it's a damn shame that it hasn't been another stimulus packet for people um, that's out here needing help, you know, needing food and coming into the holidays. Um, Even if you, you know, don't have everything in the world, you know, just still just try to be, you know, thankful for your family, thankful that you have life and thankful that, you know, you're still here and that's all you really can do. Um, My heart breaks every time I see things like that because, but it also reminds me to remain humble and, you know, you know, continue to have a level of thankfulness just for the small shit, like that I'm able to just go get some food. Because there's so many people right now that can't even, that's wondering how they're going to feed their families. So, um, I I did kind of want to say that today because that's really just been on my spirit. And going into the holidays, like next week, we're going into Thanksgiving. Next month, we're going into Christmas. And this Christmas and this holiday and Thanksgiving is going to look different for a lot of people. A large majority of us, you know, because COVID is still here and we probably won't be able to see our families the way we would people probably going to be wearing masks and things like that. And so, you know, it's going to be different. I was listening to this other podcast and she was saying that every Thanksgiving, they would go to the movies after dinner and like how, like, obviously they're not going to go to the movies and a lot of traditions is going to just be different, but let's just remember to, you know, find thankfulness in something, right? Even, even if shit is fucked up, let's just try to find thankfulness in something. And that's what I try to do, you know, Um, even if it's something small, I just try to find thankfulness in something and I try not to complain because there's somebody out there whose situation is probably a million times worse than mine. So I just try to keep that in mind. So let's just, um, continue to be kind to each other, continue to be thankful and, you know, let's just try to get out of this 2020 and hopefully, you know, 2021 is coming and hopefully there's going to be, um, a vaccine or something. Uh, that actually works, a safe one for COVID. So we can, you know, start getting back to normalcy. People can start back, you know, getting jobs and things like that. And we can start, you know, hopefully getting the world back in functioning condition. And that's, that's what I hope for the most. Um, so don't forget, guys, to follow, follow, follow. I feel like I should start saying this at the beginning. I don't know, but um, you can find me on... Most streaming platforms, pretty much all of them. I was recently added to Audible and that was pretty cool. I actually saw it on Audible. So, um, that's another platform that is on, but I'm pretty much everywhere. You can find the show everywhere. Um, this week, you know, we just kept it light with all hot topic episode next week. I'm probably going to have a full episode for you. Cause I'll have time from the holidays and, uh, let's see. You also can find me on social media. My Instagram is at, it's just my thoughts underscore podcast, my Twitter at IGMT Podcast, and my email is IGMT at gmail.com. So you can definitely hit me up in those spots. I'm usually around. And uh, like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here, and I appreciate you.